LHS Film Club Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the LHS Film Club Podcast. Today I'm here with James. Hello. And we've got some very exciting stuff. We've got a very special episode of Test Teacher and we have got a lot of features for you. So why don't we talk about what's been going on in the film industry recently? So a movie that came out um, a few weeks ago, I believe, was Joker, which was amazing. I've not seen it, but it made lots of money and people have loved it and it looked really good from the trailers. Uh, I've seen it personally, and I think it's it's probably one of the best play, um, best adaptations of Joker mm-hmm. so far. We've got Heath Ledger, which was probably the best, and then we've got I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but I think it's Jacqueline Phoenix. Uh, I feel like he he really played the character, and he really done like the how Joker kind of originated and how it happened, and it really yeah. it, it had an impact on me. It was it was really good. Um, so what else have we covered? Uh, so we've got. Star Wars, the trailer for that, the final trailer, I believe, was came out a couple of weeks ago as well. Yeah. So that is very exciting. I'm really excited to see that. Uh, what are your opinions on it? Um, personally, the the last trilogy has been all right. They've not been amazing. So I'm, I'm obviously excited for it because it's Star Wars, but I'm, I'm going to go into cinema cautious so I don't get too hyped up for it, but I'm excited. Yeah, the, the trilogy with, like, Poe and... Kylo Ren yeah. wasn't the greatest trilogy that's happened, but I feel that it it, it was really high tier. It was really good, and there was a couple of films that really disappointed me, like Rogue One. Uh, I yeah, really didn't same. like how it how it leaded into the. I like how it was like a prequel to the episode four. Uh, can't remember what it is. I think it's the Empire Strikes Back, but oh, I really like a new hope. Yeah, I really like how it led leaded into the a new hope, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, another film that was being trailed quite recently um, was Countdown. Oh, yeah. And it's this, basically the whole idea is it's a horror film and you've, the people download this app called Countdown on their phone. And you can actually download it. It <laughs> got taken off. It, it got, got taken, taken off oh, the app, right. so. Uh-huh. So what, the, what it is, is it tells you how long till you die and basically when, when the, t- the timer goes, like, Goes down, when like it, the mon- ends. Yeah, it ends with like the mon- There's like some monster that tries to kill you, but that's all I know. But yeah, um, I'm not really looking forward to it. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not really my cup of tea. Really, mm-hmm. I feel like it looked really. It, it seems like a kind of boring concept, if you ask me, because mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of the film will be like filler to when the countdown finishes. Yeah, and I, I don't really think that it will be like too exciting or anything. As I think. The first two acts in the film will just be the yeah, like filler, like oh you got in this app, and then it'll actually become a wee bit exciting. Yeah, and then time. and then but, stuff will actually happen at the end. But I'm I'm I might see it, but I'm not sure. I think I'm gonna give that one a miss. Um, uh, one that was released earlier, it was a Halloween film for Halloween essentially. Uh, it chapter two. Uh, yeah. It, and uh, essentially the Loser Gang come back, I think it was called the Loser Gang, they come back to take down it again. They had that deal at the end of the film, so I'm quite excited for it. Well, it's out, but I'm excited because I'm going to see it when it comes out on um, uh, Netflix or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all uh, that's really been happening in the film world recently. Have you got anything to add, James? Um, no. All right, so on to our first feature. LHS Film Club Podcast.
Film Theories. Hello, and welcome to our Film Theories feature. Today we'll be talking about two different film theories we have found. So our first theory is a Star Wars based one. Is Rey evil? We see in the last Star Wars film that Kylo Ren and Rey had a bond through the Force. And if they still share that bond, then Kylo Ren would have a way to convert Rey to the dark side. And we see in the new trailer Rey and Kylo Ren are fighting, or could they be training? Of course, this theory comes from the tiny segment in the new trailer, where we see a figure that looks like Rey with a flip phone style lightsaber. And the figure is holding a red lightsaber, which is the colour of the dark side. Now, on to our next theory. Our next theory is a dark one. Is the never-ending story secretly about depression? So, in case you haven't seen the never-ending story, it's set in the fantasy world of Fantasia, which is built on human dreams. So people who are not happy would dream about happiness, and people who don't have any love would dream about love. The main antagonist is a big black dog which is a symbol for depression. This theory won't really make sense unless you've seen the film. But the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. That's all for now. See ya. LHS Film Club Podcast. So bad it's good. Hello, welcome to So Bad It's Good. Today me and Andrew will be talking about Killer Bean. So, if you're unaware of the plot, Killer Bean is basically um, a movie about a bean that kills people. Sounds pretty bad, terrible, because it is. But Mm. it's also very good. It's a comedic genius. It's epic, some would say. This movie is filled with action scenes, Mm -hmm. grenade throwing, grenade basketball jumping, grenade shooting, Two 360 trick shots, beans flying across left, right, and centre. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, this it wasn't released in the cinema. Um, It was um, it's speechless. Speechless. (laughs) It was made in 2009 by Jeff Lou. There was about five voice actors in this, which is so many. And the voice actors do a pretty funny job and will make your life a lot better if you watch this film. Um, so we actually had the fun experience to watch the whole film. Yeah, uh, an hour and 20 minutes long on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. You can get the whole film. Whole film you- for free on YouTube. Um, it was, yeah, it was it was really bad. Um, so wait. But it was also very funny because of how yeah. bad it was. You know, there was tanks f- crashing through walls and and guns shooting everywhere, and it was it was madness. But because so, that was fun. Well, was we'll fun. describe first of how it was bad. Now, this film is an hour and twenty minutes long. It'd be so much better if it was half an hour long. I'm sure if they got rid of all the pointless standoff scenes and everything like that, then yeah, it would only be about half an hour because. It was just, most of it was just pointless, useless, and extremely boring, but the action sequences were something else. <laughs> be aware, if you're going to watch this whole film, you're going to be staring at two guys talking to each other for about 10 minutes straight. Yeah. Anyway, um, also what makes this film bad is um, just, well, the, the animation is pretty good for is good for 2009. There's something so funny about it. Yeah, because um, 
yeah, just the, also the physics behind all the gunshots are yeah, ridiculously if, funny. If, like, if, if Killer Bean were to shoot someone, they'd go flying across the street with rad, ragdoll physics and everything. It's you think, rad. oh, that's so unrealistic, but it's a cartoon, so it makes the film that much bit better that they've got this random flying mabobby. It's just so funny. Can I also mention how some guy spent years making some film about beans? <laughs> beans. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's just a, a cinematic masterpiece. This is brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Um, it's, I guess we could say, it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm not, not telling you to go, go watch the whole film because that may lose some of your brain cells if you do that yeah we, i'm sure we lost a lot of brain cells from watching this um together um it, uh, yeah i suppose that's 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 yeah, killer so, so our overall review is we enjoyed it we'd not sit through the whole thing again if we had to we wouldn't mind watching some of the scenes it was a fun experience it was it was an interesting experience some, something very special very special anyway thanks for listening that's been marcus and andrew Bye. LHS Film Club Podcast. So hello everyone, my name is Max and welcome to Test the Teacher. Today I'm here with James. Hello. And today's a very special episode of Test the Teacher. We've got Test the CEO. So here we have Paul Reeve, the CEO of Into Film. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you guys. Good to see you. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? So, yeah, I'm uh, CEO of Interfilm. Uh, we're a, a film education organisation. We do a lot of work with Lubbock. Uh, uh, we p- provide resources that uh, teachers and students can use in their learning in the classroom. Uh, we support uh, your film club, uh, which I know is really fantastically um, vibrant. Um, and, and we work very closely with Abercrombie, who's one of our education ambassadors. So she advises us and gives us... Uh, her views on how we should be developing our programme and how we can make sure that what we do is uh, really helpful and relevant for schools yeah. and, and for you, the students. Mm-hmm. So we're going to run through a couple of questions. So, James, why don't you start us off? So if you could be best friends with a character from a film, who would it be? You know, I'm trying to remember, and th- this is actually a film that you you probably shouldn't be seeing because uh, I, can't, I think it might be an 18 typical. Maybe it's a 15. It's a film called Black Klansman. Um, there's a character in there, it's an amazing film, Spike Lee film, uh, a guy who, who is black, but he uh, pretends to be uh, an extreme right-wing racist, and he infiltrates the Ku Klux Klan. Um, and he's an amazingly cool, brave character. It's based on a true story. Yep. Um, and I'd love to be best friends with him, because the stories he'd have to tell uh, about how he, he did what he did um, would be really something I think you'd have a good yeah, night out yeah I've seen a couple of things about the film it does look yeah. quite exciting yeah I, can't, I think it might be a 50 maybe we're a bit too yeah young. I was going to say I definitely <laughs> shouldn't be recommending you, <laughs> so, so you um, to wait till you're, you're, you can look forward to it when you're 50 yeah. how old are you both? Uh, 30 12. So not too long to wait so what is it about film that interests you so much? what I love about film is that it can take you to different places different times in history different cultures plunges you into these different worlds um, I, I call it sometimes a magic carpet and within 30 seconds suddenly you're, you're in this different world and you're, you're caring about the characters and you're wondering what their country's like what their lives are like 
Um, so that I think that's that's the thing. And the other thing I love about film is that it's a it's a universal art form. So you know, I've just had a look at this amazing display, uh, looking at films from all around the world. You know, you you name any country, any culture, and you know, it's making films and it's telling stories. Uh, from that country and culture and I think that's that's a really fantastic thing the fact that we can then share those stories you know we can watch a film from Namibia we can watch a film from New Zealand they can watch a film from Britain I think that's a wonderful thing yeah it's magical really what was the first film that you remember watching I thought about this the other day um it was so long ago given my age sort of like in 1864 or something like that but um I think it was either The Wizard of Oz Great film, classic, classic yeah. uh, or Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which is also a classic. Yeah. You've seen oh, Chitty yeah, I've seen that. And, and the, the characters in both those films that still scare the hell out of me. So, mm-hmm. The Witch and The Wizard of Oz, or The Child Catcher and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You know, even when I see them now on a photograph or clip from a film, I, I still get a bit frightened. But uh, I can't remember which one it was I saw first, but it was one of those two. Yeah, it's an excellent film, uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Good how the story progresses and everything. I yeah. mean, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Again, that's another fantastic thing about the film. Now, that film was made in the 1930s, and yet, I think it was the 1930s, was it the beginning of the 1940s? I should know. Um, but it still stands up. Young people still discover that film. Children watch it um, and, and enjoy it every bit as much as children would have loved it when it, when it was first released. Yeah, and there was a, I think 10 years ago, there was a, I'm not sure if it was a sequel or a remake, it was called like Oz or something. Yeah, was it called yeah. Return to Oz? Yeah, something I mean, like that. Yeah, yeah. There have been a few, and then there was an, another version called The Wiz. Michael Jackson yeah. was in it uh, mm. back in the day. So, But I, you know, it's an interesting one, isn't it, when people yeah. remake films. That's happening a lot more these days. You know, even Disney right now, yeah. remakes or live-action remakes. Yeah, the like Lion Kings, yeah. the latest. And, um, some of them are great, and other times I think, why did you bother? Because actually the original is fantastic, and you know you can't really improve on that, so, yeah. so why try? What is your all-time favourite film? <laughs> I change my mind on this all the time, which isn't a very helpful answer to you, <laughs> is it? I watch a film, I thought, that is amazing. I hadn't watched that film for 10 years. I forgot how brilliant it was. Or I see a new film, God, that's a masterpiece. But if you're pushing me, I would say, because it was one of my favourite films uh, when I was kind of your age, uh, Jaws. I love Jaws. I think it's uh, even though now when you sort of look at some of the special effects, and the shark looks a bit like you know rubber, yeah. rubbish. But actually, the story, the acting, the the way it builds the suspense and the tension, mm-hmm. um, which is effectively about you know three guys on a boat, is amazing. Yeah, Jaws. It's um, yeah, it's basically just three people on the boat, but they it's they managed to do it so well. Yeah. Well, yeah. just having like a a couple different settings. Exactly, exactly. And the music, I mean, that's another great thing about Jaws. Mm. I mean, you both know how important music can be. Yeah, that, music, yeah. How it helps to tell the story, how it can build tension, how it can sort of, uh, really affect our emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jaws is a great mm-hmm. example of that. Music, you start yeah. going, oh, no, oh, get off the jetty, don't <laughs> go near the side of the boat, and it's the music that's doing that. Great. Yeah, that iconic... Um, the, 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 that yeah, it, yeah. that's very good yeah 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 you're right it's two notes yeah. and yet somehow and then the way it kind of speeds, so it speeds up, up and, and gets louder volume, yeah. it gets louder yeah you know, it's a really great example of something really simple that has an extraordinary effect um when you were little did you ever dream of like getting into film as your job no <laughs> no and i think that's the case for so many uh, young yeah. people 
part of why we do what we do into film it's by no means the the main reason but you know i think for me growing up and maybe it was the same for you um you know you sort of you love films you're going to see films but you don't think it's the possible career it's yeah. this sort of magical mystical thing that other people do um and one of the things we're trying to do is great here at Larbert that you, you're so strong and there are so many opportunities for you to sort of explore and learn about film and media. You know, it's, it's actually getting people to realise that it takes thousands of people to get a film onto the screen. I can't remember, it might have been Orson Welles uh, who said, you know, I think it's something like a writer needs a pen, an artist needs a paintbrush and a filmmaker needs an army because mm-hmm. you've got all these different roles and a lot of them People don't even know what they are. You know, you read the credits at the end of a film, yeah. it talks about gaffers and grips and all these kind of yeah. weird things, location managers. And these are all real jobs. You know, I'm really keen, we're really keen in film at young people. We're just made aware that there is this whole industry and that there might be a career there for them if they've got, you know, the, the sort of the commitment and the, and the raw talent. Yeah. So, um, so I never thought I'd get involved um, when I was growing up. So I feel really privileged now to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah, some of the some of the roles that people actually have in films are like not what you would expect them. For example, I think it's the second assistant director. It's like not what you would expect at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's totally different. Like exactly. you thought you'd be on set, but they're like organising all the times and everything. It's... Yeah, you have these things that you know, like there's there's a whole thing about just money and finance. Right? Line producers who are effectively mm-hmm. the guys that are kind of controlling the budgets and making sure that people are. You know, spending money in the right place and not overspending what they were allocated. That's you know, you don't think about that. You take, of course, you spoke to young people that aren't as knowledgeable as you both. They they obviously know about actors, they probably know about director, probably know there's a camera person, some of the basics. Mm-hmm. But then, say there are so many roles beyond that, especially in those craft areas as well. You know, people that are you know carpenters, plasterers, electricians, costume, yeah. makeup, you name it, wigs. Um, yeah, and they all require a really high level of of skill to you know that's why the UK film industry is doing so well because we have this fantastic workforce that you know have got the right skills to enable great films to be made in this country. Yeah, there's really a lot of things that you wouldn't even expect to have anything to do with film yeah, uh, as well. Yeah. So we're going to move on to a little quick fire trivia round. Oh, heavens. <laughs> right, okay, I'm ready for this. So your first question is: Who directed Thor Ragnarok? You see, you've got you immediately into one of my weaknesses, which are the um, sort of the fantasy movies. Um, no, don't know. Tell me, who was it? It was Taika Waititi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to spell it just to make it one all. But don't are look at the answer. You want me to spell it? Yeah, I bet you know as well. All right. Uh, first name is T A I T K. Sorry, I. And I could not tell you the last name. <laughs> okay, I'll give you half a point. <laughs> Second question is Who's the protagonist of the Fallen trilogy? We're really testing you here because we're looking for both the actor and the uh, character name. Nope, don't know that either. Don't know, right. Uh, I'm going well, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It may help the, like, London has fallen, Angels fallen, those films. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> it was due to hear that slight contempt in your voice. It's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the actor is Jared Butler, oh, and yes. the uh, character is Mike Banning. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, you're obviously a bit of an expert. Yeah, I've watched them all. Yeah. Question number three is: How many Star Wars films are there? 
This is tricky because we do need to clarify that we're looking for the total of live-action films, including the Star Wars stories and the newly trailed film. Uh, Clone Wars doesn't count because it's animated. Okay, so hold on. And solo film counts? Yeah. Is it eight? No. What is it? Oh, you're quite far off. Oh, it's, no. it's 11. So go. So you've got the three, actually, so it's the three originals, yeah. Star Wars, Empire Strikes yeah. Back, Return of the Jedi. Then you've got, how many Pre-pol. were the new, the pre, how many of those were there? Three. Five or two. Actually, am I allowed to say I think they're rubbish? Yeah, they are. They really yeah. are. So yeah. that's probably why I only thought there were two. I thought the other one was Expunge. And then you've got Force Awakens. And solo. Um, just remind me also, what are the others? There's uh, Rogue One. Rogue uh, One, of course. Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah. yeah. And then we've got the new Luke Skywalker one coming out. Oh, that that, that, oh does that count then? Because it's not even out. Yeah, we said they're uh, the new Truth film. <laughs> I'd have still been wrong, but at least I've only been two out rather than three. And then The Last Jedi. <laughs> the last oh, yeah, Jedi. that one. So I've, yeah. Do you like Star Wars films? Oh, I love Star Wars. Yeah, same. I, I do. And I really, because I. I was disappointed by those, um, those prequels, but then I thought, you know, when the, the new ones that have come out were really strong. Yeah. yeah. And actually, you know, I took one of my daughters who hadn't seen any of the originals, so mm-hmm. she kind of came as a really fresh audience, and she loved, she loved Force Awakens as well. Um, and then she, of course, as a result of that, then started to watch the, mm-hmm. the, the back catalogue. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Fourth question is... I'm doing well, so I'm still not out of three, is that right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, which actor played the main protagonist in the 1995 Jumanji? Jack Black? These are the new ones. Yeah, Jack Black's in the new Robin one. Williams. Yeah, I that's it. Right yeah, Robin Williams, that's it. That's the one. Final question is uh, who voiced the Joker in many of the animated films and also starred in Star Wars? So Joker in the animated? In the animated, yes. And starred in... Star Wars. Which Star Wars? I don't know, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it down to a cast of about 150, doesn't it? Uh, really, across, yeah. Across the film. Um, so I've no idea who's so got to take a guess an actor who's really good at voices who might sound like the Joker give, can you give me a clue uh, is that cheating uh, come on give me a no, hand no, no. <laughs> give me a clue uh, so first name starts with um, M second name starts with H M that is a good clue as well oh okay Mark Hamill yeah that's yeah. the one well yeah. done yeah so you got oh, did he do, so did he, I didn't know that yeah we got oh. so you got two out of two five, out of five. <laughs> so is that do I have to stay behind like after school, <laughs> do extra revision. No, nah, you're fine. <laughs> um, so, thank you for coming on. Great pleasure. Thank um, you for having me. It was a good time. All right. oh, I really enjoyed Anyways, speaking yeah. to you. Thanks thank very you. much. Yeah, thank you for listening. And tune in next week. <laughs> tune in next week. <laughs> LHS Film Club Podcast. Hello, I'm James from the LHS Film Club Podcast. Hope this episode's been fun and bye.